0: Today on the Leaders and Mentors podcast, it was my sincere pleasure to interview longtime Olivet College wrestling coach Jer Klein. Jer is the winningest coach uh, in the uh, MIAA, um, is second all-time winningest coach in NCAA history at all levels, Division One, Two, Three, or NAIA as well. And Jer also has over 500 dual wins. Uh, in his career, um, which, like I said, spans over 33 years' time. Um, Jer, the relationships that he's built over the years through wrestling, uh, coaching wrestling, uh, through his time at Marshall Public Schools in the uh, uh, 50s going into the 60s, um, time as a referee, and wrestling in uh, all levels and uh, just the familial relationships that he builds is a testament to um, what he stands for and uh, again it was a sincere pleasure to interview Jared and I hope you enjoy the interview uh, feel free to like and to share this podcast uh, with all your friends
1: uh, and uh of course, the home of Notre Dame, and I'm a great Notre Dame fan, mm-hmm. and, and as you may know, yeah. I have a daughter named Rockany Ann, yep. and a son named Gipper, yep. win one for the Gipper, yep. but uh, I went to South Bend Central High School, yep. and South Bend Central High School uh, is known uh, for a lot of good athlete, athletics, uh, and good athletes, Sure. also, uh, Johnny Wooden coached there, and John Wooden went on to Indiana State, and then UCLA, yep. and has won more basketball, NCAA basketball championships than than any other uh, yeah. uh, school. He, he left uh, South Bend Central a couple of years before I got into uh, the uh, the school. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was supposed to go to some junior high school in my area. Okay. But I wanted to go uptown. Okay. That's where it was. Sure. Uptown. Sure. And I was there for six years. All right. Seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. Okay. I okay. graduated in '53. All right. Went to Western Michigan. Sure. Graduated in '57. Sure. And I eventually wound up taking a job here in Marshall, Michigan. And I might say, too, that both my parents, mm-hmm. in fact, most of my family, mm-hmm. uh, were Studebaker workers. Ah. That's what I thought I would be. Okay. Uh, and uh, uh, the only, the only uh, person in our whole family... Uh, that wasn't the uh, Studebaker worker. Was an uncle who went to Notre Dame. Sure, and uh, was a was roommate with Ray Meyer. Ray Meyer was yeah. a famous basketball at coach DePaul. at DePaul. Yes. Yeah, and uh, but he was a, he was a cop, yeah. <laughs> a policeman in South Bend.
0: <laughs> I remember watching Ray Meyer growing up on WGN, coaching the old DePaul teams, and then his uh, his son came on, Joey yeah. Meyer. Yeah. came along was a yeah. coach as well. So that, yeah. that's sort of uh, that's ancient. <laughs> so from there uh after western michigan you became uh, well i uh i was looking for a job right and
1: uh immediately uh, after i graduated uh i found out that there was a, a job available uh at Vermontville, which okay. is now maple valley sure they're two cities or two little communities combined mm-hmm. and for a mm-hmm. uh, Four thousand dollars. I could be the uh, football coach. I could be the wrestling coach. That's what I wanted to be. And uh, baseball or track. Nice. All for four thousand oh, dollars. Wow. That's in nineteen fifty-seven. Oh my goodness. <laughs> August. Oh my goodness. And, well, then I had another interview, and uh, there was a uh, a coach, a football coach, mm-hmm. assistant football coach named Roy Wheats, okay, out of uh, from Western Michigan. Sure. And I helped him establish the the wrestling program mm-hmm. uh, at Western okay he wanted me to stay on as a grad assistant because he was mm-hmm. going to retire the mm-hmm. following year sure. and i would be supposedly you never know taking over yeah i would be the coach of Western Michigan's first team yeah well uh, you, you know i went back to my old elementary uh, school mm-hmm. uh, coach mm-hmm. and uh, basketball coach and sure. teacher uh, mr kern and uh, i, I told him about the uh, situations I had, you know, uh, which I didn't mention a Marshall one yet, but right. I, I had a, Roy Wheats hooked me up with Marshall. Right. Marshall. Right. That's how I got into Roy. Sure. And, uh, but that job was for uh, teaching and coaching. Yeah. And I would be assistant football coach and uh, head tennis coach. I was really interested in starting a wrestling program. Yeah. They didn't have one here. Yeah. So anyhow, Roy Wheats said this would be a great you know, it'd be a great town mm-hmm. uh, to get yes. established. And he says, I, he really loved Marsh. I didn't know anything about sure. Michigan towns, really? other than Niles, because Niles yeah. was just next the to South Bend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, <clears throat> so anyhow, my uh, elementary teacher said, Jerry, he says he wants to give you, he says he's offering you a uh, a graduate assistantship, I work on your own master's degree. And he says, that's $2,000. He says, but you know, he says, got an opportunity for 4000 or so mm-hmm. dollars for a job and if you took that graduate assistantship you would not you would be losing that 2000 dollars for a few years mm-hmm. to come mm-hmm. and so what's which is more important uh, for
0: you sure uh,
1: so that's, he sort of gave me some good uh, direction, mm-hmm. and
0: uh, I took the job at Marshall for $4,200. <laughs> now, that, did you have any family at this time, any children yet? No, oh, my wife yet. My wife
1: was pregnant okay. at the time. We okay. moved into Marshall. That okay. was 19, August of 1957. All right. And uh, uh, so I was here for 11 years, Sure. and in that 11 years, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I taught elementary phys ed. Mm-hmm and I got to know all the kids because sure. I had all the elementary kids right? and there was five different elementary schools. Yes. Yeah. Then uh, probably after about six years, seven years, they built a, a, a new gymnasium and a middle school mm-hmm. and I became the high school phys ed teacher mm-hmm. and uh, I got the wrestling program started in the... I don't know, sixty four, sixty five, somewhere in there for okay. Marshall. Okay. And uh, while I was uh, teaching, you know, in the high school situation, phys ed, mm-hmm. uh, Stu Parcell, who was the athletic director and football coach at Olivet College, mm-hmm. I had student teachers. Sure. Kids from Olivet, mm-hmm. not nice young men from Olivet. Yep. Uh, uh, <clears throat> doing their student teaching for me in the phys ed classes. Stu would stop in once or twice of the semester and this happened for I don't know 2 or 3 years and I got acquainted with him not real well but he observed uh, he he must have observed what I was doing and how I, and how I was working with his uh, with the college students right. and uh, he one day he said Jerry he said uh, would you be interested in a uh, wrestling job and a teaching job at Olivet college and I said, oh, wow, yeah, he, 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 you know, let me think about it, you know, pretty good. Well, by then, we had three children already. Yeah. Uh, in the sixty, the late 60s. Yep. 66, 67, somewhere in there. Yep. We had three children, mm-hmm. and uh, then there was another one coming on the way. Uh, so I talked to my wife about it, and I, I turned the thing down three times. And, and the reason I turned it down was that following year, in 6869 because that's the year I left 6869 I was supposed to be getting a whopping $10,000 a year assisted football and I think I had prior to to that I was a JV basketball coach because I was still trying to And work, Marshall, work. you're supposed At to get this Marshall. 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 Yeah. yeah, Marshall, I Marshall, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. And uh, and it still had tennis and still teaching physical sure. education. Sure. Well I went up to olivet three times i turned a job down two times they kept on calling me i said jerry you don't understand you don't <clears throat> understand well i guess i must not have i eventually went up there and took the job mm-hmm. i was supposed to have a full team up there okay but i, but I took it for eight thousand that was the reason why i was having trouble okay because remember i say i was yeah in ten thousand yeah. At, at Olivet, or at, yeah. at Marshall, and then I, I, it was a $2,000 <clears> cut to go to Olivet, and that bothered me a little bit with three children and one mm-hmm. on the way. Mm-hmm. Well, I took it. Yeah. And, and uh, I uh, I was supposed to have a full wrestling team. Well, it wound up that I only had five kids. Mm-hmm. At mid-year, uh, one kid broke his ankle here working out, and uh, so we came back to school the second semester. I only had... Four kids, and I told, those, I told them, I says, hey guys, we're not gonna win a match with four kids. And if there's one guy that wants to stay, we'll work this program out, we'll, we'll make it grow. Yep. There's a kid I had by the name of Roger Doherty. He says, coach, we're all gonna stay. I have a picture, I had a picture always down in the room of Roger Doherty, and everybody asked, coach, who's that, why is he, why do you have a picture of him? Sure. Well, Rogers was the one that
0: yeah.
1: forced those other three to stay. Yeah. But, you know, we went 0-14 that first year, yeah. oh my God, and I, you know, I, I some, mentioned this somewhere along the line, I've never had a losing season Yeah. in, in Marshall, and yeah. tennis was really a, they called it a, a wimpy sport, you know, nobody, nobody wanted to go out except the sissies. You know, it wasn't, it didn't have a very good. We, we were winners. Yeah. The only team that was beating us was Sturgis. We yeah. beat him one year. Yeah. Uh, Harley Harley Pierce was a coach. He, he pretty dog. I, I remember Harley Pierce. He was pretty I remember the good name
0: Sturgis. But,
1: but anyhow, uh, you know, it, when I'm saying never had a losing season, you know, I could have been to him five and four somewhere, but that wasn't a losing season. Sure. Four or five, yeah. Sure. <laughs> well, I didn't have any of those in and, and, and 11 years. And so here I am. I, I'm. 0 oh, 14 at the end of the season, and the only good thing that happened was the fact that out of seven teams, we finished sixth. Yeah. we did well enough in the tournament mm-hmm. to at least not finish seventh. Sure. So that was a that was a, a lift, anyhow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I would be in the shower, you know, <clears throat> cry Yeah, I was crying. I, what's wrong? Yeah. What am I doing wrong? What, uh, uh, What's happening to me? And uh, I was really, you know, feeling bad. And, and well, then you got a call
0: for a visit, right? Oh, yeah. Well,
1: at the end of the year, you're right. At the end of the year, the secretary, the athletic secretary said that when I came in, or came in uh, in one afternoon mm-hmm. from somewhere, I don't mm-hmm. know, maybe the dentist course. Right. She said, uh, Jerry, because I, I went up there. I took that job, I said, it's just the football, wrestling, and I yeah. also had tennis up at uh, Olivet. Sure. I was only supposed to have wrestling that I know of, and maybe <laughs> tennis if I wanted it. But I had all three plus teaching, six hours a semester. That's usually the way it works out in education, yeah. right? But you uh, know what, I, I, I always <laughs> said to him, uh, I really love teaching. I love interacting with the kids. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how good a teacher I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But anyhow, I coached as hard as I taught Yes sir. And I taught as hard as I coached. Yes sir. Uh, and and I really liked the teaching aspect of it. Yeah. But anyhow, at the end of the semester, uh, come in after the afternoon, maybe after I said it. And this uh, my first was, year there. Yeah, my first year. <laughs> and the secretary says, "Jerry, the president wants to see you." Well, the president was Dr. Reese Miller. I went through seven presidents. <laughs> was Did there. you really? I mean, yeah, they were there for three years, four years ago, <laughs> something like that. Move on. But uh, but anyhow, I said. Oh my gosh! Why does he want to see me? I, said, I don't know. He just wants to see us. Make sure you stop over today. Mm-hmm. And I think it might have been the last day or the last couple of days of school. And I said, Oh my gosh, what's happening? Why does he want to see me? Dr. Reisman was just a great, great president. He'd always had this great big stil- smoke, uh, stogie and he'd mm-hmm. sit back on his leather chair and right. hide his big desk and right. smoke that little thing. You know, <laughs> or big, big stokie. But so uh, I went over there and all the way walking from the athletic office yes, to his office. Over at the Mod Building, I'm saying, "Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm going to get..." Fired. I mean, I was just in a daze. I didn't, you know, didn't know what was going to happen. had a family, and, and my and my daughter was born during my uh, Rocky was born. Yeah. Uh, fourth child was born during football season. Yeah. Can remember telling my wife called me. She said, "Jerry, can you come home? Uh, I think I'm ready to go to the hospital." I said, "Well, honey, we'll be done in 15 minutes of practice. I'll be right home." Well, she was already at the hospital when I got home. <laughs> so, but uh, but anyhow. <laughs> I'm really worried that uh, I'm going to get canned, and what am I going to, you know? I, I'm still relatively young in the working yeah. world. What am I going to do? I, I had no idea going out for interviews here, or there, sure. and all this stuff. Well, he, I walk in his office and shake hands and, hi, Dr. Reeks Miller, how are you? You know, I'm I'm waiting to see what's happening. I'm sort of, you know, very sensitive on uh, what's what he's going to say, what he's going to do, and. Um, uh, I, I'm not really listening yeah. because I'm so confused in my mind. And, right. and he's sitting there with that cigar, as I said, and he hands me this, We had a little cheap talk, you yeah. know, this yep. and that. And yep. he hands yep. me this envelope. I said, oh God, this is it, I'm done. <laughs> it's a wreck- You're fired, letter. We don't want you around anymore. <sighs> well, he, we talked a little bit more and he said, well, I started to say, well, nice talking to you, Dr. Reesbiller. Yeah. He says, yeah. "Why well, aren't you gonna open that letter? <laughs> I said, well, yeah, maybe when I get to the office, and get home. And, well, why don't you open it now? Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, okay. So I start pulling it open and pull it out. There's a check for $2,000. Very nice. That goes back to that. I was going to get 10000 at Marshall. I didn't want to go to Olivet because I was only going to get eight. Yeah. He uh, he told About me, said, I apparently like yep. the way you work yep. with Was your classes, yep. and the spirit you, you had with the kids and sure. all this, and, and the, the word back from the kids, Sure. and he says, uh, I wanted to take care of you, and I always, to this day, I always said, Olivet took care of me, Well, they but they, uh, I also said, I took care of them too. You
0: did, and, 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 and definitely, uh, many fold. Um, Jared, talk. Let's go back to the early years growing up. You said your parents worked as soda correct? Right, right. Okay. What was it like growing up in the Klein household? Did you siblings?
1: siblings? I have a sister. I have a okay. sister who lives out in California. Four years. Okay. Uh, four years. Uh, <clears throat> uh, three years older than me. Okay. And while Johnny Wooden was uh, alive, she mm. lived in an area where she mm. he had all these book uh, reviews and all this stuff. And he was always sending me copies sure. to her. Sure. Jury, blah, 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 sure. you know, which I really felt proud of. I, you know, he just knew me because I was a central graduate. Sure. I, he'd been at one of our banquets before, and I met him mm-hmm. when I was, a, I think, maybe a junior or sophomore in, sure. in, in high school. But uh, as I say, all, all my family were, were student baker workers, and okay. uh, I, I wanted to go to Notre Dame. Yeah, but did and I, have- I did. You know, after my, after my first semester at... Uh, I wasn't the smartest student. Yeah. I was a I was a B student. Okay. 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 And uh, and uh, um, no, I wasn't dumb either, <laughs> or stupid or what, but I struggled for a B. And in some cases, I probably got grades because I was I wasn't a rowdy in class. Yeah. Uh, and I was always at school. Yeah. Why well, well, was nothing else for me to do at home? No, at home. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but the. Uh, They took they took care of me. Mm -hmm. They they took care of me so well Mm -hmm. that uh, 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 I I just I just oh going going to central. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm a little lost at what I was just saying here for a moment. But when I was uh, was talking about my sister and John Wooden and and taking care, but but I, I think I had some great mentors at school. Uh, and they—that's why I got into ed, uh, into education—is because of my coaches. Yeah. Uh, I can't say why, but they just took me under their wings, mm-hmm. and I just—I guess I was observed them, mm-hmm. and that's how I got it. That's how I got into coaching. Because I said I think where I, where I got lost yes. was uh, mid semester. I, I, at the end of the semester, I, I transferred to Notre Dame. That's why I said I, I wasn't a very good student, okay. but I got accepted. Did you? I think basically because. Uh, I was a, a hometown boy, oh, gotcha. okay, who's a South Bender. A lot of times they will sure. except accept the South sure. Benders, and uh, I, I went there, filled everything out. Three, I say I went there for three days. Yep, bingo. I says uh, I made some nice friends at Western Michigan, mm-hmm. and sure. so I went back yep. to Western. Yep, but. Uh, then you know I, there's something I, I don't think you you knew this, but uh, you know we did wrestle Notre Dame. Yeah. And uh, they yeah. they beat us by some small scores. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tight scores. Yeah. And uh, in fact, Bob Golick was one of them. Uh, one, one of the wrestlers. When went, you were at Western. Yeah. No. I'm, okay. And, and uh, coaching all Coaching yep. mm-hmm. at Olivet. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm back at all that. And uh, but uh, they, I, I had an opportunity to take that job. Sure. To go back home and take that job. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I had more at Olivet than they did at Notre Dame, yeah. and I'm glad I yeah. did because they eventually dropped it. We yeah. almost dropped our program yeah. too, but yeah. everything came through because of the alumni. Yeah. But uh, but but I, I you know I'm a I say I'm a Notre Damer. Yeah. I, I'm really f- football wise. Yeah. You know I'm mean, sure. I live and die with the football. Oh, My I cousin was a head trainer. Oh, right. There for many years, and uh, I think I uh, I don't know if I ever mentioned this to you somewhere along the line or if you heard me talk right. about it, but uh, when I was a uh, ninth and tenth grader, and uh, maybe even younger than that, mm-hmm. nine, ten, eleven years old, mm-hmm. I would go out to Notre Dame during football practice, because my uncle was a, or my cousin was a trainer. Yep. I would uh, get them the rules out where they would Cartier the t- Field? Uh, Cartier Field, yeah. But but it, it, it was stadium. That's where they had yeah. the locker room at yeah. that time. Yeah. And uh, practice locker room. They go into the Cartier Field. Yeah. But I'd get the rolls of tape out for them and the gauze and all yeah. that stuff. And then yeah. when they left to go out to practice, uh, I'd sweep the you know the room. Sure. out. Then when the players were coming in, yeah. Leon Hart, Johnny Lujack, oh, nice. Jim Martin. Oh you no. Know, you name it. <laughs> Abel Sitko. And so Penel. was ERA there at
0: that time? No,
1: no, no. Frank Leahy. Oh, Frank Leahy. Frank okay. Leahy. Yeah, and, yeah. and I'd be cleaning her cleats off. Well, oh. Frank didn't like anybody on the football field. <clears throat> I'd go out there, and there's a lot of times, you know, he, he, he was a good coach. Yep. And uh, she put his arm around my, my shoulder. Here, I have this nice little teddy Just uh, my chest. Was, Beaming. Oh, God. That's so, great. But he'd say, well, how do you think we're doing today, lad? Cause he always called the kids his football players lads, sure. shirt, my lads. Sure, but every now and then he'd grab a hold of me, you know, at practice, yeah. and, and uh, uh, you know, well, that's that, that's my Notre Dame in me. That's awesome.
0: So let's go back to that after that first year, Jer. And and you're, I know you, you're too modest to say so, but uh, you, <laughs> I look at these numbers here. Uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, give or take, 426 MIAA uh, overall wins, 569 overall dual match wins. I think we said it was right around five, 580-something. Right. Uh, 15 All-Americans. I said 19. 19 <laughs> All-Americans. And 50-plus, probably what you are, I know you well enough most proud of uh, over 50 scholar all-Americans right uh, you were there from 1968 to 2001 33 seasons and second overall in wins um, division, uh, won, division division two, all division divisions, three, divisions three, 1 NAI 2 and 3
1: yeah,
0: yeah. all all combined yeah. together yeah. so let's let's pick up after that first year so what what was your mindset Jared, what what did you want to make sure that you did in those first couple of years to start building the program and all of that? Well, number one, we needed some boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we needed some men. Well, we needed you some have wrestlers. Four or five, four? I had
1: four, four. and, and uh, a couple <clears throat> of them graduated yeah. or left school or something yeah. like that. But uh, I really wasn't sure what to do. Now, mm-hmm. uh, uh, we talk about recruiting. Well, I, I'm a rookie. Right, I'm just coming in. I'm a rookie. Right. Well, I knew we had to have some uh had, had to have some wrestlers sure. into the program. Sure. And uh, of course there was there was one thing one advantage that I, I had mm-hmm. while I was at Marshall. Mm-hmm. I still found time to register as an official, yep, and to move around and, and do football sure. and wrestling, sure. And so consequently, I made a lot of contacts with coaches. Yeah. Uh, particularly around the area. They mm-hmm. they knew me. Mm-hmm. So I started Getting some kids in, sure. all right. So I think the first year we might have had twenty. Now they weren't all bona fide Russians, but I'll tell you what, they had a heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's all I. You know, yeah. Uh, they could have said, "Hey, he wasn't worth the doodly as a coach either." Yeah, yeah. You know, But yeah. Uh, coming from high school, wherever, but but they had heart, mm-hmm. and, and, and bless them. I give them all my love because they stuck with the program mm-hmm. and we had this small little room. I can't believe how we could get mm-hmm. eventually 50 or 60 kids in that room. Sure. I don't, I, I I have a hard time realizing or trying to figure out how I did it so everybody had equal time. The, the pit, so nobody, right? Yeah, the pit. So nobody <laughs> would feel they got cheated and say, I'm quitting because I don't get to do this or hey, you know, I'm sure. wasting my time, sure. but they stuck it out. Sure. And we just built from there. That second year after that, old oh, disaster, oh, and Fourteen. We went eight and eight. Okay. I think we were good enough for a third, second or third. I can't quite recall second or third in the conference. Okay. And then thereafter we hit nine straight championships, and then we had ten and eleven years. Yeah. Alma started coming after us. Yeah. They, they started getting a little bit of a program. Uh, but anyhow, uh, that you know things changed, but uh, we had some nice kids. They listened to what I was saying whether they whether i I was giving them the right direction or not they they believed in what i what i was doing for them and the school and uh our alumni to this day in
0: wrestling are just oh so i I can't say how great they are so there's no doubt in your mind then that with the relationships that you have built in marshall and in the surrounding area in those 10 years before you took the Olivet job, being in the area definitely helped you as far as recruiting. You got to know the kids. The kids from refereeing or otherwise in the area knew of you and they felt comfortable with you. I would probably, you know, probably, uh, uh, that's what led them to come into Olivet in the first place, correct? Yeah, and
1: then we started We started winning a few, you know, yeah. having a few matches and some of these kids uh, from certain schools mm-hmm. uh, were having success. And yeah. that, it, whether it be in the conference, the coaches were starting to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, say all of that, yeah. and, and then the league eventually. Uh, I can't remember what year it was, but somewhere uh, maybe uh, twelve years down the line, which might have been in the seventy, about 72, 73 maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Mi Double A uh, uh, dropped wrestling. Mi Double dropped wrestling. Yeah, I can remember going into the president's office uh, at the time and. Uh, it wasn't Reith Miller. It was Dr. Morris. Now, at, uh, who was uh, the president? And I was athletic director. I became athletic director. Sure. And of course, when I went to Olivet, I said I was coach assisted football for about five or six years, mm-hmm. and also coached tennis and then uh, yep. girls tennis too. When, sure. When Christy my daughter, yeah. I was playing there. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and wrestling. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and being athletic director and also teaching classes. Uh, uh, I went over to, to see the president after our MIAA uh, athletic records meeting this is uh, dr. Morris this is all the teams have uh, drop wrestling uh, mm-hmm. we don't any longer have wrestling uh, as, as a league sport mm-hmm. he looked up at me he says what do you want me to do about it oh. <laughs> so I walked oh, no. out of the office and what he was really telling me he says I don't care what these other schools do we're gonna have wrestling of course we oh. were we were winning we just independent and we well, yeah, and I got a few other schools okay. down in Indiana, Ohio that didn't have a conference and I call it the Mid uh, Mid States Athletic Conference. Okay. And we did that for about <clears throat> three years. Sure. Okay. Uh, sure. it was better than not having any conference at all. Mm-hmm. And they still have it going on, yeah. as a matter of fact. Yeah. But uh, we just got our conference because there's there's four teams now. Right. And the NCAA will allow you to have four teams to have a league. Okay. You know, account yeah. as a league yep. a championship. Yep. So uh, uh, we're back to in fact in fact, they just won the, the first championship for the first time in I think twenty some years. Yeah, twenty four, twenty five years. Okay. Uh, uh, since the last one sure. that I, I picked up sure. when I was still coaching there. Let's let's uh, go back then to pick those pick it up there. And I want to just say it. yeah.
0: Brandon Brissett is is the current coach, and he's doing a super job. Yeah, that's what I hear. He's doing that's a super awesome. job. So evidently, you know, not only the president, but you had the support for the program. Uh, from there, talked a little bit about the, oh, how should I say this, the fan base and the attendance at, at oh. uh, all other events, and then oh. how they would how they would transition from the wrestling matches over to other other games going on in that day.
1: Well, you know, at, at the time, <laughs> Olivet, of course, when I went there, I think there was about 800
0: students. Okay? and uh, That was and the I biggest should, program. No, big, no uh, bones uh, of eyes. It was probably the uh, biggest well, program,
1: right? Well, but student population, you know, population was 800. And uh, our, our, our wrestling program, as it started winning there, in the, uh, in the early 70s. Uh, you got 70, a little creative uh, with the, with yeah, the band 70, and everything else, right? But we had good fan support. Uh, In the old McKay Gymnasium, it just had the regular basketball court, and we had, there was a stage, and we were, had our practice room under the stage, which they called, as was said earlier, the pit, Mm -hmm. because it really got hot down there. Yeah. Uh, It was next to a boiler room, (laughs) which was okay, but uh, then uh, the uh, seating was on, was on the bleachers on upstairs. Mm -hmm. There's nothing, nothing to sit up on mm-hmm. during the floor because it was yep. a small gym built sure. in about 19, 19, 1920 or something yep. like that. Yep. But uh, so anyhow, we'd get a lot, a lot of following because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I always tell our kids, be good to kids. Mm-hmm. Be good to your, uh, your roommates, your classmates. Right. Let them, invite them to come and see you wrestle. Sure. You know, I promote the sports. So sure. this is what I would hang up signs in the caf, you know, in the cafeteria and, and in the dorms and in the uh, educational centers. You know, I said, you know, wrestling tonight. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a lot, of, a lot of kids would sat there and yeah. and see us. Well, so you have, had
0: to add, you had to add
1: promoter to your title. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Right. Event well, well, promoter. Yeah. Well, I think we all do. Some of yeah. promote, but anyhow, then I knew because I was teaching. I said, I love to teach, but I didn't always teach all the physics. There kids. Sure. there were other kids coming in to certain classes. You know. That just were interested in right. certain. And I had kinesiology, uh, mm-hmm. f- physiology, and yep. and some of the other classes too. Besides, you know, the the old jock classes. Sure. Uh, uh, but uh, I got to know quite a few of them. And I and I knew they were musicians and mm-hmm. they, they were music majors who, mm-hmm. you know uh, studying. But we didn't have a marching band or anything. But right. I said, well, can you get somebody with a trombone, a trumpet, and some drums, and just come? come in the gym they have to walk up the steps and walk through the bleachers upstairs walk down across the stage up the other bleachers and now they would they would come there just before the match and they'd be playing the victory march we did have a victory march or victory song and they'd come down you know it was just loud as all get out of the small gym four or five kids played you know and the more they played the more they wanted to join on you yeah, know yeah because yeah. something they were doing yeah. so but that was that was sort of a fire up you know and, and you know and we kept on winning and, and you know we had a basketball coach that sometimes couldn't figure out what the heck was going on if we had a Saturday match and anytime we wrestled I didn't want to just wrestle one team I wanted to wrestle two or three in a day because yeah. I, I had a good, good numbers now sure. I had good numbers and I wanted to give a lot of them an opportunity you know whether, whether it be one one kid get one match and another kid get three matches in yeah. a day yeah. you know I, but everybody was I wanted everybody is much as possible to get some experience. Because yeah. they're working uh, their tail off hard to make the better kids even better. Absolutely. And so uh, I didn't want to deny those those kids. But anyhow, if we had a, if we had one of those triple duels or double duels, mm-hmm. uh, say at 11 o'clock, and the basketball team had a game at one o'clock in the afternoon, no, <clears throat> oh, the parents and a few, you know, the fans, uh, friends from the basketball team would be there. But, I mean, I, they had a nice big uh, auditorium by now yeah. coming up. Yeah. Uh, and, but uh, our, our, our old gym would be packed. Sure. The yep. upper bleachers would be packed. Sure. The band coming through. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But,
1: but anyhow.
0: No air conditioning, hot. And well, no, and it wasn't band. too bad. We could open the
1: windows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, then oh. all of a sudden, maybe at halftime, Or maybe just before half, all all of a sudden, there would be a whole mess of uh, kids coming in. And the basketball coach couldn't figure it out for a while until he talked to somebody. eventually, But they were... They gave wrestling the priority. Mm-hmm. And it, but wrestling has been big at all of that. Yep, yep. Not that we can't have anything else, but our football mm-hmm. program has been coming along. A couple other programs, golf programs coming, has always been pretty mm-hmm. decent too. But we're only talking about five guys here mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Um, fewer numbers, but, but still, we we're, were winning. But, but wrestling, year in, year out, has, has, has been very, very
0: good. Yeah. Has brought in a lot of information, a lot of publicity. Uh, a lot of paperwork i enjoyed this story um one of the other times we've uh, talked is the fact that you had a little premature we are the champions am i right right uh
1: alma was coming on uh, late Uh, in fact remember when i said we won 10 straight championships then uh we came in second a year alma beat us and then we came back next year but they 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 well and uh uh, Hatcher, or uh, Glenn, H- Greg Hatcher, Glenn. from mm-hmm. Albion. I wanted him, and he was wrestling, yep. and he played football, and yep. he played baseball at Alma. I wanted him yep. uh, at event, but I didn't get him. But he, he was wrestling uh, for Alma at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, uh, at the time, we are the yeah. champs, that record came out. <laughs> well, one of the kids, we, we, thought, we talked about it, fiddly-faddling like around, you know. Brought a record player, yep. put it right behind, on a stage, behind yep. where we sat, mm-hmm. on chairs, by the mat. And after the match, I mean, we figured we are going to win it. That, that match, we are going to win it. Yes. And uh, we were going to play it right, right when the match ended. We had a kid, they got going to turn on the manager, basically. I had a manager. That's how bad kids wanted to be part of our team. Sure. We had two managers. Sure. sure. But they were supposed to put on full blast. We are the champions, you because know, we had all those kids to <laughs> stand. Well, the Alma team's a little late coming out, you know. They, they're they playing a little game with us, you know. and. Uh, so we don't mind it. We're we're sitting there, and they come out. And they sit down, and all of a sudden, one of our wrestlers goes up and puts on a record for "We Are the Champions." Well, I think I think we're battling them for the championship, or else we we had it won already. Yeah. Even if we lost, but yeah. it's just oh, we just yeah. didn't know what to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was supposed to be at the end of a, um, a real highlight,
0: but it came oh, on man. before the match started. <laughs> Sure, I know you're you're still an avid wrestling fan. Um, to what degree are you involved in any committees anymore or any programs to, to that you would like to mention right now mm-hmm. or just a fan? Uh, I, I'm primarily a fan. I see you at quite a few U of M wrestling, University of yeah. Michigan wrestling ma- matches. Well, uh, that's because of Dan Kuhn, Coon,
1: mm-hmm. Dan Coon's son, Adam. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, He'd be tried out for the Olympic team yeah. uh, and freestyle. I, yeah. I don't know if it'd be Greco or not. Uh, maybe Greco, because mm-hmm. uh, Kyle Snyder might be uh-huh. the uh, freestyler. Mm-hmm. But his, uh, but Adam came to our camp when he was just a little kid. He couldn't mm-hmm. wait to get home. Yeah, you know, he's just pretty small. But mm-hmm. uh, but uh, his daddy was uh, one of my cl- camp clinicians because mm-hmm. we'd always have a two weeks of camp uh, up at Olivet. Yep. And uh, um, uh, Pantelio Alec Pantelio. Sure. His daddy Mike was a two-time All-American for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And his uncle, Danny, was a three-time All-American and a national champ for me. Mm -hmm. And Joey Pantelio was a two-time All-American at Michigan. Mm -hmm. And Joey, the parents wanted Joey, the Pantelios wanted Joey to come to Olivet. And uh, have Danny sit out a year. Yes. So that all three boys could wrestle for the first time together. But the (laughs) Pantelios, I think there were seven kids in their family. And the daddy just had a—I uh, don't know what kind of job he, he had. and The mom did some ironing okay. and all this stuff. Sure. And, and I just said, and that was the year that Louisiana State
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, had wrestling. They just got—they'd been wrestling for a couple of years. Okay. LSU was interested in uh, Joey. Okay. Oklahoma State and Michigan. He wound up at Michigan. Yeah. But I told the parents, and you know, it's like kicking yourself in the butt. Yep. I could have had Joe, and he was a two-time Division One yeah. runner-up. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, but I I told him you can't afford to have three kids at Olivet at once. He says oh, not one, yeah. not when Joey had to get a full ride. Yeah. And that, but anytime Joey got kicked out of practice, yeah, Dale yeah. Barr knew where he was at. <laughs> he was at Olivet working out. <laughs> well, you know, they got into a little argument or something, Joey was a was a head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Dale would say to him, get out of here, and get your head screwed on right, and come back. Well, he knew where he was going because he'd be working out with us. Talking about
0: practices, I got I got to catch these as you're throwing them. You got so much energy and so many stories here. You had a sheriff deputy by the name of oh, Steve name Fra- Yeah, Steve yeah. Frazier that would pop into practice every well, once in Well, okay, while, yeah. Right? Well, you
1: know, it, which, which this, this sort of goes along with that question you just asked me. What, yeah. what am I doing? or right. What's my? <clears throat> am I still involved? Well, I'm somewhat involved in a way because of years I've had, sure. You know, no, I was I out of something like 20-some years as the uh, secretary for the N- N- uh, wrestling association, yeah. Division 3 and sure. But anyhow, uh, Steve Fraser was a graduate of Michigan. Yep. I didn't know him real well, mm-hmm. and uh, when he graduated, uh, he, was, he was a pretty successful wrestler. Um, uh, Olympian, correct? Well, uh, he he went on uh, to. Uh, to be a, uh, a Greco-Roman wrestler, okay. and uh, he <laughs> took a job at, after he graduated with the uh, county sheriff. He drive the brown car, yeah. Uh, county sheriff in Eaton uh, County, mm-hmm. which is that's where all of that's at. Yep. yep. Marshall is in Calhoun. Yeah. yeah. But so anyhow, he would uh, he would he was in our area, so he would drop in because he knew we had a wrestling team, and he would pull in, park his car. Uh, this the, the patrol car, and he'd come into my office, and a lot of kids were wondering, did, did I get in trouble, did the wrestlers get in trouble? Until <laughs> they finally found out it was Steve, would come down there, and he'd change in my office, and he'd work out, you know, he'd work it sure. out a couple times a week. Sure. Maybe a couple, you know, every other week, or maybe once, or twice, three weeks, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But he'd come around, and so he got acquainted with it. A lot of times I'd say, hey Steve, take over. You know, and yeah. of course, he was a younger, you know, yeah. so, Muscular guy, and not every, not even all our kids knew about him Mm -hmm. that much. Mm -hmm. Um, The kids who lived in the Detroit area did because they were more familiar with Michigan wrestling. Right. Well, Steve did go on to become our first Olympic Greco-Roman champion. Mm -hmm. Well, two years ago, uh, while the Olympics were on, Mm -hmm. uh, they had a meeting out at LA. The Greco-Roman freestyle group. Right. Was meeting out there, USA. Right. Was meeting out in, uh, in Los Angeles because they felt that the Greco-Roman wrestling has just isn't where it's supposed to be. We're we're sort of losing it. we we're, we're uh, the young kids' programs now instead of freestyle and Greco. It's all it's catch a catch can. Sure, what we're, we're wrestling in high school and college. Now. Sure. Well, they were talking about well, we got to do something to get the program going. Uh, you know, Greco, where, where can we do it? Where can we get the coaches? Blah, blah. You know, so anyhow, they, they were thinking of places like Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, maybe outskirts of Chicago, maybe Los Angeles, yep. or, you know, bigger cities. And Steve Fraser, <clears throat> as they were talking about where they could have it, you know, and start getting some uh, schools, as they call them, you know, yes, clinics, clubs, schools. Yes, sir. He said he said to that group that was there, he says, uh, what about Olivet? Now now you notice there was a moment of quietness <laughs> here between us. But it was just like the guys looking over and saying, What the hell is Olivet? Well, that didn't happen. They knew
0: about they Olivet. The they knew sure. Olivet by hey, wrestling. And you're I knew that. a lot of those guys who sure. were on
1: Well, they couldn't do anything because they were still in the Olympics and okay. they were still wrestling and they had to wait for the current Olympic coach ah. to come in. Well, that summer, after it was over, two summers ago, they flew uh, Brandon, uh, Brissett and uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Wilson, mm-hmm. uh, who's his assistant coach, who's daddy I coach, and he mm-hmm. wrestled there for uh, mm-hmm. for uh, Brandon. But uh, they flew us out to uh, L.A., mm-hmm. and they had a big fundraiser out there, and uh, uh, Ball, Alec uh, Baldwin was with, in Boy, fact, I- on my yeah. off, Facebook, they put me on Facebook at yep. that time, and Alec yep. Baldwin's in yep. on, on the picture yep. <laughs> with us. I saw but that. anyhow, we got the training center. That's great. We yeah. got a training center, in fact, they were out in Washington last week, and I think they just finishing up at Reno this week. But, and uh, Wilson is, uh, is, Coach Wilson is, is with them now, and uh, but of course we got our camp
0: starting uh, yeah. coming up Monday sure. here, so. Sure, have having been a wrestler myself, and, and knowing about amateur wrestling, can you talk a little bit about the direction that USA Wrestling's taken, the big-time programs? What what separates, and I've asked you this before, what separates the Oklahomas, the Oklahoma States, the Iowas, Iowa States, the Rutgers, the Penn States, the Arizona States, what separates, the University of Michigan's, what separates them from the rest?
1: Well, you know, uh, I, I would like to think that you got a Cale Sanderson, mm-hmm. who's a four-time champ, sure. undefeated. Sure. Iowa State, came from uh, Utah. In fact, his brother, Mm -hmm. uh, Cody, Mm -hmm. who was his assistant coach now at Penn State, Mm -hmm. I remember I took him to Turkey Mm with me when he was a ninth grader. And, uh, but you got Cal Sanderson at Penn State, and you got uh, John Smith over at uh, Oklahoma State, State. Mm -hmm. and you had Gable, Mm -hmm. Dan Gable at Iowa, Mm -hmm. and and there's other outstanding uh, coaches out there. Uh, but, But I think part of it is, You know, just because you're a wrestler doesn't, uh, because you're a coach, doesn't necessarily mean that you're a good wrestler. Right. In fact, sometimes some of the best coaches are those, even football, basketball, who sit on the bench, who sit on the bench Mm -hmm. and watch. That's right. Observe. That's right. But anyhow, I think names, names draw people to these big schools. That's why the big schools try to hire names. Michigan, who did they just hire? Uh, basketball oh yeah yeah, Howard, yeah. Oh, okay. Howard. yeah all right so absolutely. you think you think because joan yeah. was a professional and yeah. has some background here in sure. me, you think even though he's starting out cold he, yeah. he, he, he'll bring in some kids because of his name absolutely but I think I think that's one thing but but they were also good uh, technicians sure but you have to understand too at these large schools
0: mm-hmm.
1: I didn't have any assistants when I started they've got two or three even at Olivet right now and then some of the kids stay back now, but at these larger schools, they have they have uh, maybe four or five assistant coaches, mm-hmm. good ex wrestlers, mm-hmm. that work out with these kids, and you know, kids want to the good kids want to sure. get better. Absolutely. And so th- that sort of breaks you down a little bit. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of wrestling programs uh, throughout the 108 in Division three now. 108. 108. Yeah. There's only about
0: I I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh-huh. say about 60 Division ones. Yeah. So, let's let's talk. You know, we talk about wrestling, and and anybody who knows the sport um, knows that you know your former athletes are are like family to you. Um, What can you tell me about some of the the relationships that you've built over the years, not only with other coaches but also former athletes that you still remain close to, and and uh, what are those what what do those relationships mean to you, Jerez, as as, uh, um, you reflect back on your years of coaching? Well, you know, uh, it's funny, you
1: know, Tim, <laughs> you beat being from Albion. Yeah. I, I mentioned one Albion <clears throat> individual that went to ALBA already, Greg Hatcher. Yep. Well, Mark Holden he yep. was an Albion wrestler. Yep. And... Uh, uh, his brother wrestled, uh, Paul wrestled for Albion. Yep. Uh, one year against us, as a matter uh, of Jeff, fact. Before. Jeff
0: Matthew wrestled for you.
1: And Jeff Matthew one year, yeah, because yep. he read. Well, I got hooked on him when I was wrestling, officiating at Concord. Sure. I knew his daddy real well. In fact, yep. his is mm-hmm. his his aunt was in my eighth grade class, very first eighth grade <laughs> geography class here at Marshall. Oh, <laughs> GD Matthew Mathy. Uh. But uh, but but uh, <clears throat> in Bobby Shigog is another one. Sure. Uh, like, <clears throat> I just got a uh, Father's Day card from Bobby Shig guy with a lot of love and i just had a phone call from him yeah and christmas i get christmas cards birthday cards but these guys call me at send letters uh i don't do much on on the email or all all this stuff but i go to the library because i don't have a computer i sure. but but they stay in contact with me and you know about four years maybe five years ago we were at i was at the division one tournament where i have I say I have, but 75 of all of that kids are either head coaches or assistant coaches <clears throat> in Michigan. That's not counting Illinois, Texas, South Carolina, Georgia, or you know other places. But just and they in in the uh, M- MHSAA is like the NCAA. Everything is only. Only in under their wing. Yep. You can't bring any announce, uh, announcements there, <coughs> bring any sales reps or anything right. without going through them. Well, at the uh, at the uh, Pontiac Silverdome mm-hmm. when uh, it was still up. Sure. Uh, on a, th- we, we had a whole mess of our wrestlers were either coaching or assistant. We had one that was an official there for the finals, and uh, they kept on from Thursday all day thursday which thursday friday saturday is there they wrestle sure well thursday or friday all day they kept on announcing uh, any former uh olivet wrestler, uh, wrestler who no any coach who is a former olivet college wrestler please meet at mat 15 at f- five o'clock mm-hmm. uh, after mm, the friday afternoon session or saturday afternoon session well they kept on announcing that, and that's relatively rare. But so about, I think it was, I don't know, fifty six. I'm not quite sure how many. They they took a picture of it. I got one upstairs in my in my room. But uh, there was fifty six of them that were there, and there's a couple that didn't make it because their kid had to had to wrestle, or he just finished wrestling, and yep. they had to take him out to lunch or uh, a meal yeah. uh, before the finals that sure. night. But uh, was I, I was sort of neat. But and not all of them were phys ed majors. Th- that went into coaching or teaching. Oh, I bet. Not all, and, and to me that's true. But they're the alumni. I said at the start. I said our alumni have been great. The yeah. wrestlers have been great. Yeah. And uh, they stop around to see me, and they, you know, as I said, they call me. I get letters, and, and it's true. With I still get them from my high school kids here. Sure. I I'm bet. going to reunions all the time. I bet. A- and seeing the kids. That's you know, a testament to
0: you, Jerry. So, well, I, I don't. And, and, and the support around you you know uh, i had great support yeah uh, my family, for example. You, yeah. And I just, as was a great segue, because I just want to go into that. Well, You and your uh, lovely bride in there, we married, how many
1: Martian? years? 62 years. Wow. Well, I don't know how we made it to 62. <laughs> uh, but it was through her. It was through her strength. I'll tell you what. Uh,
0: yeah, story let me story, you. Give yeah. me a story about a late night practice or a child coming. Well, or... I said, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: during football <laughs> season, my first year, 68, 69, that's when I, but I started Marshall, 57, 58. And I left 68, uh, 67, 68. Yeah. Well, 68, 69 that year. And I, I was on the football field. And, and one of the kids came, my manager says, coach, you got a phone call. You got a phone call. I knew my wife was about due. And so that's when she says, Jerry says, I'm due. I got to go to the hospital. Can you be home? I said, I'll be home in about 20 minutes. And then we're almost finished. I got home here. She wasn't here. I knew she was at the hospital. That was, but but she, my wife. I give her credit for all, uh, for my success, basically because she let me do, what I felt, was necessary, to become a good coach, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to do well for kids, mm-hmm. to help kids mm-hmm. establish themselves, yes, to be something, <clears throat> yes sir, to, to get to, to get the direction, that. They did I wasn't gonna be the only one that gave them direction. Yep. But I felt very strongly on working with kids. Yep. And I, I wanted to help them and it it, it worked. But anyhow, uh, we we had five five children. Five children. Monty, Christy, Heidi, Rockney, and Gipper. Yep. But Mar- but you know I was three busy, girls, two boys. Three girls and two boys. Yep. Yep. And, and I was always busy officiating, yeah. coaching, yeah. uh on the clinics putting on clinics and yes, clinics and uh, always on the road uh, you know and uh, she ra- I say she raised my kids uh, you know that I'll say I'll say Marcia gets all the credit all well, that mm-hmm. uh, people say well I, you, you're pretty. I, I really I really can't take credit for all of it because she's the one she's the one that, that was the iron horse that held everything together sure I couldn't have done things without her complaining yeah. but I had the freedoms she gave me the freedoms to do the things I felt were necessary. And I think I, I was very selfish. To be a coach is not an easy situation with no, a family. No, Every sir. time I read a book on coaching, the coaches say that there are a lot of divorces in the coaching, because yep. they're never home. Yep. Uh, but uh, I was blessed, yes. and um, uh, I couldn't have had the success I had, with, because I wouldn't have had, if my wife wouldn't have given me the, the
0: opportunity to go out and do what you feel you have to do. Kira, what is it about the sport of wrestling that really just hones a man into what they're going to be later in life and develops those traits, those qualities? Is it the practices? Is it the dedication? Well, I mean, just, just how, well, you know, how you your know, you know he's on
1: that? I think you have to be dedicated in all sports. And I think all sports are, are, are quite difficult. Uh, you know, uh, and wrestling is no different other than the fact that, you know, I, I just thought of this. And, you know as you're practicing wrestling and, and you're going uh, you know you're going live action and all that and you're getting your tail kicked in a little bit mm-hmm. You know and, and getting roughed up getting hurt a little bit some mm-hmm. guy squeezing you too hard or pulling your finger back or you know biting your ear You know not really necessarily bite that's what sure. meanness, but you know it just <laughs> happens rubbing in her head or something yeah uh, you know you could cry all you want, you know sure or you get up and say my god I'm gonna go back in there and go after that guy Yep. you know but I, I mean it keeps you going yep. it keeps you going yep. uh, you have a lot of setbacks mm-hmm. it's an individual wrestling is an individual sport sure it's a lot of setbacks yes it, and if you can't get yourself back up you're not going to be successful right. in life you're going to have a lot of setbacks yep. if you can't get yourself back. Yep. Square yep. up and realize what you have to do to stop falling down or yep. getting taken down or getting beat on. Right. Learn to defend yourself. Learn to help yourself yes, to sir. move on. Yes, sir. And, and I think all athletics do that, but but you know you don't get that physical physical abuse. You know, in coaching football, I love football. Sure. But you know you get stand around a lot. Yeah. Offense, defense. You know, you plays here, and there, In wrestling, but. You two guys, get out there, okay, 30 seconds. Next two, 30 seconds, you know, and you're going on and on and on, and, and, and it, it's physically demanding. Swimming is too. Oh, yeah. and, but I'm not saying wrestling is the only demanding sport. Mm-hmm. You know, but oh yeah, uh, agreed. But uh, but you know, I tell you something else too. You know, I used to laugh. I'd be tired as heck after mm-hmm. a dual meet sure. or two duel meets, or three duel meets a day. Yeah, even a tournament. Yeah. But you know, the kids say, "Well, why are you so tired, coach?" I said, "Well, you know, how many matches you wrestle? <laughs> matches you wrestle today? Well, I'll tell you got beat twice, two, yeah. another sport 30 or, or 40 of them. Yeah, exactly. You, Everyone, you have everyone, 10 matches, 10 matches in a, in a duel, 20 and two. You know, boy, you're going through those. You're living
0: them. It physically drains you. you. Emotionally and, and yeah. physically. Uh, the, the sport itself, and we're wrapping this up here, Jerry, because I want to be respectful of your time. The the sport itself, is it heading in a good direction? Uh, you, you go to the championships every year, Correct. Right. Okay. From what you can see, the excitement, whether it be on ESPN2 or what have you, is the sport heading in a good direction? They get great turnouts every year at the championships. Uh, is, is there any changes? Yeah. Any changes that you see that need to be made in the sport? Well, um, I think one of the big,
1: I, I think it's, you know, it's growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's growing from the girls' standpoint, too. Oh, yeah, basically Basically, that Absolutely. doesn't have it yet, but I'll bet within the next year or two, they're going to have a MHSAA girls' championship. Yeah. But I think one that's thing that has changed a little bit mm-hmm. is the weight classifications. Mm-hmm. There used to be 12, mm-hmm. and they used to have the lightest one was, when I was wrestling, it was 95. Sure. But it was not at 103 mm-hmm. in your time. Yep. Uh, at 103. Well, they knocked the 103 out, and I think they, I don't know, yeah, I think they had twelve. Yeah, I think they knocked a 102. or they, they took a weight out in the forties, okay. and they added two weights, and they were the bigger ones, two twenty and one ninety seven or something like that. In high school, sure, or ninety eight, but those are the weights that they're not filling. Uh and it. they're missing out on the. Other, and yeah. they might as well go back down to twelve weights, right? Because there's a lot of forfeits, yep. and I think you know, I think they're
0: looking at that again uh, to see maybe. Tweaking that a little bit, yeah, yeah. I always like to wrap up the interview, Jarrett with uh, just a couple quick hitter questions. Um, what's the favorite team you always look forward to wrestling and, and hopefully beating? Give me a team. I think we had mentioned it last time. Give me a team that you always look forward to wrestling because whether they were a class organization, whether just the challenge of the of the duel itself, what. What what other programs did you like going up against?
1: I, I had uh, there were two teams, mm-hmm. and one because was Manchester, Indiana, yep. Yep. and yep. Uh, that was because their coach was uh, the former coach at Northwestern uh, University, a uh, Big Ten school, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, we were well, we were uh, as we were wrestling Manchester, we were knocking them all over, you know, beating mm-hmm. them big time. Sure. Uh, Uh, by big margins, and when he got there, it started getting tighter and tighter, and he he developed a real good program down Uh there, and uh, they beat us a couple times. Well, this this one year, uh, I don't know which year it was, I think maybe 75, 74, 75, 76. We went down there uh, to Manchester for a double duel, and they really had a a knockout team, Mm -hmm. really a good team. They had uh, two or three returning Mm All-Americans, and we might have had one maybe, uh returning all-american but we were down there and i just had a new uh a little kid but well, scotty sailor a kid from homer yep just filled in uh at 118 we had 118 at that time was our lowest weight mm-hmm. and that was his very first uh, college match yep as our other 18 pounder uh Decided to uh, drop out of school and get married. <laughs> but anyhow, Scotty Saylor wins the match. Sure. Uh, you know, we're, we're not expecting Scotty to win. Uh, well, I'm expecting you to get beat. I don't tell the kids that, but right. I, in my mind, I, I'm thinking, oh, right. you know, I'm going to get beat. Well, Scotty wins. I don't think too much of it. Yep. And our next kid mm-hmm. wins at 26. And then we get a kid by the name of Paul Coates comes up. He's going against a returning All-American. I said, oh, okay, we're ahead 6-0 now because we want two decisions. Yep. And Paul's coming up, and he, he's getting his tail. I don't know if it's 9-0, 12-0 or something like that, with about 20 seconds to go or something, and very little time left in match. And I saying, well, that's going to be tied up now. Yep. And while we're going downhill from here. All of a sudden, Matt is slapped. Paul gets a pin, and we're <laughs> ahead 12-zip. And I, I walked away from the team. I had, to sit, I had to sit away from them because I didn't know what to say. I you know, I, I didn't want to screw anything up, you know. And, of course, they, the team was happy. And they, they knew where they were, at. And we kept winning, winning, winning. I think they might have won one match. And you know, when we got to the heavyweight match, your heavyweight match was returning to America. Yeah. <laughs> good one sure. our kid was good but he wasn't as good as the manchester kid well the manchester kid wouldn't go against him because he didn't want to lose yep. he everything was going against manchester yeah we beat him yep. but the other team i liked yeah. was wabash oh yeah max Service. yeah what a great guy he you know loved him to all death. boys school right uh, yeah, yeah right right yeah. crawfordsville indiana yeah. and and uh but when we were coaching against each other oh we were Oh God, we hated each other, Better but we the were the we were the greatest greatest buds nice. afterwards. And he was so good to me when I got the athletic director's job. Yep. He would send me things. He'd yeah. call me, yeah. give me ideas, sure. you know. And, and he was guiding me along. But
0: we always had good matches with uh, with uh, with Wabash. What's the best wrestler you you really enjoyed going up against? We had mentioned this last time. There was I thought oh. What's give me the one wrestler that you always felt there was a challenge, no matter who you were putting up against him, that you always wrestled, that you always enjoyed watching. You remember the remember the guy from
1: U.I. Jack. I officiated football. Okay, and he and this other guy by the name of Benjamin. Okay. when they were both tackles. And, okay. and they almost when they lined up for offense yeah. and defense, it was almost <laughs> the, like the, they heart? were all, all the way across the field. Well, Chris Taylor. Okay, was talking about He went to Michigan <clears throat> Junior College. Okay, for two years, and uh, he wrestled. Uh, he wrestled at Olivet twice, and we wrestled him up there twice. Yep. We didn't beat him. Yeah. Then he went on to Iowa State. Yeah. And, uh, but he was a gentle giant, uh, and even after he graduated, we'd go to Dwajack, Southwestern Michigan, for tournaments. Mm-hmm. He'd always show up there, yep. you know, because yep. he was from Dwajack. Sure. sure, And he'd always show there and shake hands with the kids, and all the kids were, you know, he was Olympic champion. Yeah. The second year yeah. he went out for Olympics, there was a 265 pound German, his God, he must have worked oh. all for four years, getting his arm around a great big guy, and t- them over his back and pinned
0: still running at all i'm you're
1: still jogging get, yes jogging? Jogging, yeah. i know you're an avid runner yeah, yeah i've been going out late the last few days because you know, this has been raining yeah. Oh, yeah in my younger days yeah. i'd go out in the rain and everything else. Yeah. You know. yeah but uh right last but the last couple of years uh, i'll have to go out later and i don't think my uh,
0: aura <laughs> is working as, as good as it is at 8:30 or 9 in the morning what other things do you and Marsha do to to occupy your time in your retirement, Jerry? Well,
1: we used to like to travel to Maine. Yep. And uh, go into Canada yep. on the railroad, the via railroad. Yep. Go to Toronto, Montreal, and Quebec. Yep. And I'd just run all those streets and learn all the stores, and yep. then tell her where to go. Yep. You know? Yep. But uh, we, we've just been taking it easy. Uh, now we've got I've got uh, eight grandchildren. Yep. And four great grand sons there you go uh all my great grandchildren are boys but go. i there's not a left-hander among yeah, the among bunch the... out of 12 of them i'm but, a left-hander but possibly some wrestlers <laughs> well the, the i three? don't know you know uh, we got a lot of soccer players nowadays yeah uh, but, but maybe coming up yeah uh, maybe football too <laughs> yeah, absolutely Jared, is it was a, it was, was not her